Welcome to Your Voice Must Be Heard podcast. I'm your host, Marquita McGee, a happy wife, proud mother, career woman, and voiceover artist. I created this podcast as a place to be encouraged through wisdom for different aspects of life. We all navigate through the many challenges of life, feeling unfulfilled in our purpose, and we believe there's more. We will explore in this podcast keys to unlock the door to the next level and transform. I'll be interviewing people who have found unconventional wisdom that catapulted them to success in business, health, relationships, and their gifts in the arts. We will reflect on how you can apply unconventional wisdom to achieve your success, affirming what you believe, and helping you create your transformation story. Come along with me into this week's episode to capture this wisdom and have forward movement in your life. Hello, I am so excited to have Rhonda here with us today. Rhonda Pope, she is a phenomenal woman. I'm so excited to know her and have her on the show. Welcome, Rhonda. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Ever since I met you, you have been the same. You've been consistent. You're just so kind and down to earth and approachable, so knowledgeable and passionate about life. And we have to talk about you and business. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you were so kind with your introduction. I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Okay, so for the people, I want to let them know you are a multiple business owner. You are CEO of Nurture Hair Care. You're the founder of Hydra Bar Salon in Coral Springs, Florida. And you also have Hydra Bar Virtual Salon. And you are a licensed hair coach educator. Wow. Talk about all the 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 titles after a name, honey. I mean, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound so good. It is. It is. So, you know, in my research, I saw something and I said, you know what? This got to be how she's just thriving. You had something on your LinkedIn page and it said, you must decide, commit, focus and succeed. Tell me something about that. Why do you say that those are the things that is needed in business? Well, I want you to determine uh, what your purpose is and what you're passionate about. You just have to go for it because I see people all the time who wish they would have started their own business or wish they would have did something. They end up regretting it. But while you have that passion right then at the time, you have to go for it because then you're going to look back in life and regret it. So while it's there, you know, you, you strive for it and you make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about your journey. So we're talking, uh, we're not talking about hair, but we are talking about hair. We're talking about the business side of it all. As you said that, you know, when you have dreams, you go for it. So tell me a little bit, how did you get into the hair care industry and, and now thriving as you are as a salon owner and, and product owner? Well, I always been interested in hair. I, I don't know why. It just, you know, got my attention. And I always experiment with my hair and I used to get compliments about my hair. Um, one day, you know, after trying different things to do, it led me to, you know what, focus on what you love. And it was hair. So I decided to get licensed, got my license, went into it just doing hair. I was a YouTuber, did all that stuff. And I got to a point where when I moved, from California to Florida, 
I was working at a salon and there were some issues in the salon. Um, basically, it was just some back and forth between me and the manager in the salon, some things she didn't like. And it forced me to actually move out on my own. I didn't even want to own a salon, but it kind of forced me in a position. I guess God had different plans. I guess he wanted me to own a salon. And so once I went out and I did a salon suite, the business started growing so fast. I had to hire people and it basically became Hydrobar, what it is today. And, um, you know, Hydrobar was kind of like my stepping stone to other things. So the thing that I didn't want led to so many other things, but I'm grateful for it now. Mm. So you said you didn't want this, but you did it anyway. Right. Because like I said before, like it was right there staring at me and I had the passion to do hair. I knew I had to continue to do it. And the only way I was going to be able to continue to do hair if I go out on my own, because I didn't want to work for another salon because I've already worked for a few salons before. I'm like, this is not for me. And I had my own technique, my own niche, my own thing I was doing, my own following. So I didn't want to take all of that to another salon. I just wanted to build something for myself. And I was nervous about doing it, but I had faith in myself. I had faith that God was going to make it happen. And so I did it. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you said you had this special technique. You know, that's what I want to get into. What made you so different to have a salon? You know, I mean, salons are everywhere. I read something from you. You said, or I coined it, that you said you're one of the first. I said, yes, she's a pioneer for the no oils and no butters. There was you, you said somewhere that, you know, traditional hair care was just not it. How did you stumble right. upon this, to me, this wisdom key? Well, I've always been like an inquisitive child and became an inquisitive adult. So I always used to question, like, why is it that... You know, black women don't wear their natural texture as a little girl. We always have to style it either by straightening it, braiding it, or doing something to it that was, you know, away from its natural texture. So as I started experimenting with my hair growing up, I noticed that hmm, I have a few little waves, a few little curls that must be my natural texture. How do I bring it out? Because we all felt it when... You know, you get that relaxer and a new growth come out and you feel those waves and those curls, but you don't really see them, mm -hmm. you know? And you be thinking like, mm, where did that come from? We thought, we, called, we thought it was kinks, but it wasn't kink. It was really our curl. And so I question like, what if I bring that out and cater to that and see what it will become? Little did we know that it was actually curled. And so that's how... I brought about my technique. I played with things like putting more water into the hair. You know, it was taboo as a black girl, a black child to get your hair wet. You better not get your hair wet for, you know, Sunday for church. You know, that was taboo. You can't do that. But I challenged it and was thinking like, maybe if I get more water on the hair, it'll bring the curl formation out. Why do other people, other races wet their hair a lot more? Why don't we wet our hair? Why are we different? You know, I started questioning all that stuff. And I kind of just did the opposite to see what would happen. And some things worked, but most, and some things didn't. And when I figured out what worked, I kept at it and it totally transformed my hair. And so that's what came to the technique that we have today, which is our hydration set technique. That is amazing. 
all that you said. We were not raised that way. I mean, so right. I get it was it. all about oil. Yes, yes. So <laughs> yeah. I love it because this hydration technique you talk about, it's not just for blacks. It's for, you know, all texture, hair. That's what I love about it. You know, it's it's all textures, it's all races, it's for women and men, you know, who have the the, the curly hair. Am I accurate in saying that? It is, but my passion was for people of color because, um, just to be honest, because, you know, growing up, you know, we always judge each other on skin tone and the other thing we judge each other on is hair texture. But when I was able to find something that was going to work, no matter what type of kink you have, I like, I have to share this with, you know, our people to show us that your hair is not what you thought it was. Your hair is, you know, phenomenal. It's not limited to just styling. You can actually wear your natural texture and really mm-hmm. like it. So that was my driving force behind doing this technique because more about boosting how we feel about ourselves. That's good. Okay. I see. I see. All right. So you've got this full salon and you're busy. You're thriving. When did you notice that? this thing was really taking off and you were just doing so well in the business with the salon? When um, I finally went out on my own and I had to hire help. (laughs) That's when I realized, I'm like, wow, people really want Mm. this. So I couldn't even manage all my clients myself. So I had to hire, I hired two girls around the same time and even they were getting busy. So I knew it was something to it. So then not only do you have the physical salon, you have a virtual salon. So tell us about that. Well, that came during the pandemic. So when we were shut down in 2020, you know, we couldn't go into the salon to work. But people still, you know, wanted our services. They needed guidance because people couldn't do their hair. And so I decided to actually pull together a virtual salon. So the ideal of the virtual salon is for people to come up there and get hair care tips, get videos, get technique. It's like basically we're like walking you through how to get your hair hydrated. So it's basically the, the basics to getting started on your hydration journey. And then we branch out and do other things, like other styles that you could do you know, to your hair. But it's really, you know, the starting point. I was yeah. reading your your bio and I learned that you said, you know, the key to financial success is to have multiple sources of income. So has right. that always been the goal? Just, you know, once you got once you saw the vision for the, the, the physical location salon and you saw how it was thriving, you know, then it's like, OK, what's next? Is that kind of your, your thinking? Like, how did you arrive at these multiple businesses? I would say, yeah, it happened after I, you know, got the salon and I started noticing my potential and also my income potential. I was like, you know what, to make, to be able to stabilize this, I'm going to have to get multiple streams of income because, you know, working behind a chair, you know, for the rest of my life, that's physical. I can't really, when you're doing something physical, you can't really maximize Mm -hmm. that. Uh, You have to have other things that are working in the background. So I realized I had to do other things, but I wanted to do other things within the realm of what I was already doing. So I always wanted to own a product. I, I, wanted, I knew I wanted to own a product before I wanted to own a salon. Mm. That was always the goal. But I knew I was going to do that. 
but the virtual salon just came out of necessity and it worked out. It worked out and it fell right into the plan. Mm, nice. Nice. I need to check out this virtual salon. I mean, I love, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've been following you. I just, it's so resourceful. I love the hydration technique, you know, and, um, I'm always eager to learn more. And that's what I love about you. I've, I've had the opportunity to visit your salon and, you know, it's, I've been to many salons and I feel like it's probably not true. It's just my feeling, you know, that stylists, they just hold in all the secrets. They don't want to tell you how to take care of your hair. They don't want to give you, you know, the strategies that you need, the, 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 the plan, you know, that you need to have healthy hair care. It's like, no, just come back to me. Just come back to me. But I felt like when I came and sat in your chair, you really took the time to educate me and, you know, I enjoyed that education package and, you know, teach me like, hey, you're here. But when you leave here, you need to know what to do when you go home. Right. That's what this podcast is about. It's about navigating through those struggles, those stressors, those challenges in life. And we all know the pandemic was a challenge. You know, it was a struggle. It was a test for the world. And so, you know, a lot of businesses shut down, but you found life in that. You found another way to thrive. And so that is just so awesome to have something virtually to meet not only in your state, but around the country and globally, you know, as your your contacts reach. So that's beautiful. So, okay, we talked about two salons. Now we're going to head to the product line nurture. So tell us about that. You know, I know it goes hand in hand with the salon, but, you know, where did the wisdom come from this? Everyone's creating a product line, you know, yet you had something different that no one else had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, it's something that makes it a little different. I just share with my team um, is that with nurture, you actually would put it on the hair dripping wet. It's meant to be put on the hair dripping wet because the whole idea behind nurture is really to lock in the water. I think most hair care products or most curl defining gels or, you know, what have you, I think they're supposed to define the hair itself. But what I wanted to do and with the technique that we do in the salon, we want your hair to be able to have a memory and define itself because your hair is naturally curly. So we're not trying to put, you know, a fake curl in there. We just want to enhance the curl that you already have. So what Nurture does, it takes the water that your hair desperately needs and it basically makes the water work with your hair. So that's why you will apply it to dripping wet hair versus putting it on outside of the shower or outside the shampoo bowl because it's meant to work with water. It's not meant to take the place of what water can do. How did you get that? That's what I'm talking about, that wisdom that, you know, helped you develop this thing. Because if you notice, if you wash your hair um, or wet your hair, it's water that makes the hair look good. It's mm. water that makes the hair nice and mm. curly and shiny. A lot of people say so many times, like, oh, my hair looks so great when it's wet, but it doesn't stay that way. Yes. I get it. But the thing is that we don't want to use a product that's going to take away the benefits of what water is giving you. What Nurture does, it keeps the benefit that water is giving you. It's just an aid to help it out. So that's why you put it on with dripping wet hair. When you put on a product... After, you know, you get out the sink or when the water has dissipated more, you're not getting the benefits of the hydration. Mm, Okay. You've got this 
this thriving product line, you have salons and you, your educator, uh, obviously, um, you've got longevity in the business. And so, you know, what are some tips or, you know, wisdom that you can share for people who want to build their business? You know, what's the key for you to continue to thrive in the midst of this economy? And, you know, as we said before the pandemic, like, how are you so you're still so successful? So I would say you, you're going to have to have a passion or either a why and your why can be your passion. If you don't have that, then you're not going to have the motivation to keep it going. So that's what I would tell people, number one, because I see so many people who want to start businesses, but you can tell they don't have the passion or they don't have a why. And it doesn't usually pan out very well. So that's number one. That's good. Number two is, yeah, I would say number two is to make sure that your business is set up correctly. To make sure you have everything in order, have the basics, make sure, you know, you have, um, your, your tax stuff, right? Make sure you have a separate bank account for it. You know, just those like legal and financial things you want to have in place because later on it's going to bite you if you don't mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, believe in yourself. Like I had so many people, um, even when I wanted to do hair, they was like, why do you want to do hair? Because, you know, I was in college and I decided, you know, this ain't for me. I, I'm, I'm just the type of person that I like to do my own thing. And it just didn't feel good, you know, to stay in school. Like, what am I here for? I don't I don't even know what I want to do. And so, so, so much of my family and, you know, probably some of my friends, they didn't understand what I was doing and I was trying to figure it out. But I knew it was more to me than that. And so when I finally figured it out and I believed in it, like, I didn't really care what other people mm. thought. I knew where I was going to go with it. So even if other people are against you, but you have that passion and you believe in yourself, just keep going. I know it sounds so cliche, but it's true because at the end of the day, you only have yourself. Mm. That's good. And God. That's good. Yes, honey. And God. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Most importantly. So, okay, let's get to some real meat here. Um, let's talk about struggles, challenges. Tell me something you'd like to share within the salon, the product line that you just thought, oh, this is over or man, this is a struggle. How am I going to rebound? Have you had, have you experienced anything like that? Oh, yes. I think everybody has experienced struggle. You have any type of success, you have experienced some type of struggle, um, bar as a salon, you know, just hiring different, you know, people to work for you. It's a lot of trial and error when it comes to that. Um, I had, you know, stylists who have betrayed me. Um, I had, um, all types of drama with that, but, um, and even like even customers sometimes will, you know, plot against you with your stylist mm. and, you know, try to get your stylist to go on this way and, and because they see a they see a good idea, they see a good opportunity, and so I had to deal with that in my past. But um, like I, with the grace of God, I was able to stay afloat, and um, it didn't waver me. With the product, I had a business partner when I first launched the product, family member, <laughs> and I would say that if you ever if you, if you can avoid it, try not to have a business partner if you mm. can avoid it. But if you must have a business partner, make sure that you have an ironclad contract. Now, I would say we did have a contract, 
but I wouldn't say it was ironclad. I I was too trusting because, you know, it was family. And even though somebody can be your family, it's still business. You got to treat them like anybody mm-hmm. else. And so I learned a lot from that situation. Um, it basically got to the point where, to make a long story short, like the product was taken from underneath me and um, mm. I didn't have any product for my, my salon, but thank God I have the technique. And so I can use a lot of other products to still give my clients great results. But with the product, you know, I put my salon name behind it. You know, we marketed very well in the salon and, and that's how most people knew about the product were from, you know, our salon. And when it was swept underneath me, you know, it was a little devastating. And I must say that, you know, it, it did break my heart. I, I would say that. And, but I was determined. Cause remember, I said I always wanted the product. Yes. I always want a product line. So I was determined that I was going to do another one. And I must say, things just fell right in my lap. It's amazing. That's why I say people don't believe. You have to believe in God because things really will fall in your lap sometimes mm. when you're faithful. And um, I had all types of things that I would have never imagined that fell right in front of me. And I utilized it and used it to my advantage and was able to get right back into the game. Other struggles I had, um, you know, because during the midst of all this, I'm getting myself back together, you know, have this going you know, you think everything's going well, you know, actually I went through a divorce and that was devastating to me also because, you know, you never imagine when you're getting married that you would eventually, you know, mm-hmm. get divorced. But um, I, I didn't feel like I had anybody, you know, who had my back. Like, I feel like I'm out here, I'm fighting this battle with, you know, people at the salon fighting a battle with business partner. And then at home, I, I don't have anybody there, you know, looking out mm-hmm. for me at home. So I felt like I'm fighting a battle all the way around and 2020 came up and it was just tough. Like you couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> so I had to deal with all this in the house. So my only outlet was to try to figure out how can I dig myself out of this? Because I remember even sitting in the house, working on my computer, writing out a plan. It was so funny. I went to my computer the other day and I saw one of my master plans. They like master plan <laughs> for bouncing back. Oh, wow. <laughs> for, for a product. Because that's what I do. I sit down and I plan it. Like, if something got me up against the wall, I'm going to sit down and plan it and figure out how can I get myself out mm. of it. And, um, you know, some of the stuff was just very emotional. So it was just me healing and taking time and you know, trying to understand, like, how did it get here? Um, what can I do better to prevent this to happen again? Or, you know, also forgiving myself and realizing that it's not all my fault. So it's a lot of emotional things that I had to go through and a lot of praying and getting around people who were, you know, like-minded and people who actually cared, mm-hmm. you know? So... I had to lean on people very much so. People who you didn't think care, they they cared. And people who you thought care, didn't care. So you learn a lot when you go through things like that. Wow. And here you are back at it like nothing has happened while you're resilient. And that is so admirable. 
Thank you. Thank you. It was a lie. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to write a book about it, right? I might have to write yes. a book about it, but it, it was a lot. It was a lot. But um, you know what? At the same time, I'm grateful that I went through mm. it, surprisingly, because it had made me a better person. I'm a lot more logical about things. I see things the whole you know, I let more things kind of brush off my shoulders, you know, yes. um, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I still have feelings, you know, you know, I could, I could still be hurt, but I see things a lot differently now. Mm. Would you say that through that experience, you kind of, um, it helped you to kind of reshape your business or refocus it or do, you know, do something different? It did. And you know what? Um, what I didn't mention because, you know, it's still, it's recent, but, you know, um, my mom was a big part of, you know, my business. My mom actually just passed away mm-hmm. in December mm-hmm. and she was so proud of me. She, she saw everything that I went through. She couldn't believe, you know, her daughter, you know, doing all this stuff. Like she, she saw it all and that how I continued to walk through it and, you know, one of the things that got me back up on my feet was, you know, she kept saying, you know, you can't let your stuff fall because of all this has happened to you. You have to get back up and, and do what you're doing. There's so many people who are so proud of you. There's so many people who are dependent on you. There's so many people looking up mm. to you. And she kept pushing that in me. And even though I was, you know, getting back to myself, you know, before she passed, but after her passing, I know that's what she would want me to do. So it's like I've been like on mm. it. Like I had been so focused on it harder than I had been focused ever because my mom was so proud. She go on a virtual salon <laughs> and I, you know, I got her a membership over there. She was always over there on the virtual salon. She would tell me what's going on. I'm like, wait, like, <laughs> do I need to hire you? Like, <laughs> so she would tell me what's going on up there and keep it up with my business. And she was like my, my silent business partner. And I would tell her what I got planned next, what I plan on doing next. And she was so engulfed and excited about that. And, you know, her passing, you know, it hurt me a lot, but I will say that I at least know that I was a good daughter to her, as she told me. And I know that, you know, I made her feel proud Mm. and she was happy that I included her into my stuff. And she felt like she was a part of something big. So that's my piece in her passing because I I have no regrets. Mm. I felt like we 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 had a great moments together and I can't regret anything Mm. about you know, my relationship with my mom. That's beautiful. What a way to make Thank mom you. proud. Mm. Thank you. I mean, goodness, looking at you, you wouldn't know that you've been through all these obstacles and challenges and yet you found light. You found life to continue on. And that's so powerful. You know, so many people give up. We live in a uh, society now where, you know, the struggles with mental health and, you know, just the trauma that we experience, you know, people just give up, you know, but you haven't. And that is just that's so commending and very inspiring. And so thank you for sharing. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you. Yeah. So you talked about your mom a little. So I want you to now flip it as a now as a parent to your son 
you know, what do you want him to gain or learn from you being the entrepreneur mom, the successful businesses um, owner and CEO and, you know, just the challenges and the obstacles you've been through? What is it you want to leave for your son? What do you want him to take? You know, my son is is so smart. He's very smart. And he has been <laughs> he has been there for me through thick and thin. Like me and him are attached to the hip. And he's seen me go through so much. I remember when I opened up my salon, he was a baby and I would do my hair, had him, you know, in my, you know, like the little thing that you carry on you, you the baby <laughs> yes. sitting there. I had to have him up there while I'm trying to do hair. I remember one time uh, I had an I had a um, consultation with a client, I like, but I must warn you, I got my child here with me. I just want you to be aware. So you won't be surprised because it's like I had a playpen set up and everything in my salon <laughs> suite, you know? And so he's been there with me for everything. And he's been through, he's been there with me during the hard times. So a lot of times, you know, by myself with him and, and he's seen all my business adventures. You know, he was very close. He saw a relationship between me and my mom, how we were very close. So he's seen it all, but he's seen all the adversities that I went through and he see that mom is still on top. He see that mom is still thriving and still got her business. Cause he say so proudly now, like, yeah, I know your businesses. He said, you had a hair product line in the salon. <laughs> I said, what are they called? He's like, Hydrobar and Nurture. I said, well, you know what? You need to start working and start advertising <laughs> to people at school. <laughs> but I want him to see that mom, no matter what I went through, I didn't let anything stop me. I'm still thriving. And I wanted to know that, you know, just because things happen in life and things will happen in life, you still got to stay focused and do what you need to do. And he also see that I kept God first. I pray. I talk to him about God because even when he see me down sometimes, he'll come to me and he'll say, mommy, you know, let's pray mm. together. And that makes me the most proud mm. because it lets me know he's paying attention. Yes. He's watching me. And, you know, no one thing that you can do for a child as a parent is to teach your children about God. I feel like if you don't teach your children about God, especially you grew up that way and you're a believer, then, you know, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the foundation. And so for him to recognize that at an early age and for him to come to me and tell me, let's pray, then it lets me know that I'm on the right track. And, you know, I, I can't ask for anything better than Mm-mm. that. So my, so my legacy to him is to never give up. There's going to be adversity. You got to work through it. And to also keep God first. That's great. That is great. Love it. Okay, so you're here in Atlanta in April. Is that right? I will be. Yay, promoting the business (laughs) at the Natural Hair Show. So Hydra Bar Salon will be in the building as well as Nurture Hair Care. So tell the people what more can they expect from you this year and um, what does the future look like? Well, we are working on some other things. So I'm working on a stylist network because we constantly got people from all over the country, all over the world. I don't think a lot of people, um, we don't talk about it. People say we should advertise this more, but we have more, we have just as many clients who live out of state and out of country as we do local. Mm. So people fly in to actually get their hair done with us. And so... 
I wanted to come up with a stylist network because I want to teach other stylists in other areas, you know, what we do and also teach them the business aspect. Cause it's not just the curls. I think a lot of people need to understand the business aspect of run a salon because the number one compliment we get about our salon is that, wow, y'all are quick. Y'all are super professional. You know, y'all on top of it, you know, they like the way we run business and we even have like, you know, papers laid out. So when they come to visit our salon, it's not just coming in, getting your hair done. You have to fill out a Mm -hmm. form. You you have all this stuff. We're we're like a doctor office. That's what people say. Y'all like a doctor office. Y'all take intake forms and all that stuff. Yes, because we got to keep it organized. We got to keep it together. And I want to be able to incorporate this stuff into other people's businesses or they can work under me. So that's why we're going to roll out the Stylist Network pretty soon. Um, it's going to be three levels to it. And, you know, you all will hear more about that. If you follow, you know, follow us at hydrobarsalon.com or at nurturehaircare.com. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. More popular on Instagram though. <laughs> Wonderful. That was going to be my next question. How can they find you? So <laughs> say it one more time for them. So you can follow us at nurture hair care on Instagram and Hydro Bar Salon on Instagram also. And I do have my page. I must say I'm not that active, but Curly Rhonda, I post every now and then. But uh, you check out the other two, you'd be more in the loop about things. All right. So is there anything else that you want like to share? Something that I missed that you, you, you really want people to know? No, I don't. Not right now. I, I No, not right now. We got to leave something actionable for the listeners. What can they do today to be successful in their business? I would say write out what you want in your business and what do you see for yourself. Like have a plan. It don't have to be in any type of organized way. It just need to make sense to you. Because a lot of times you put things on paper, like, you can refer back to it easier and and actually take action and do it. So I would say write it out. Even if you're not exactly sure exactly what you want to do, just write it out and then it'll come to you and keep referring back to it. That's good. That's good. Well, Rhonda, I want to thank you for your time today. I'm so excited that we got to share this moment. Um, It's been long overdue, and I'm just so excited for the world to know about you and about Nurture and about Hydrabar, and I hope they care about it like I do. So thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I love you for always checking up and thinking on me. And we're going to meet up in Atlanta. I hope you be a part of the show. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Voice Must Be Heard podcast. I hope the story you heard inspired and motivated you to take action for transformation in some aspect of your life. I would love it if you send an email with questions, share your enlightening moment or profound wisdom you may have. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Your Voice Must Be Heard podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. See you in the next episode. Bye.